Hey, I'm your host, Wes. And I'm your host, Scott. Come on in and grab a seat. Because you're hanging with us at the barbershop. I would think that, uh, yeah, I would think that uh, pot and snacks. <laughs> go grab your pot, go get a Chelsea bun, and away it's you go. A, it's a win-win. <laughs> no to different. me, like, I don't you know, do the whole pot thing, but I hear you get the munchies. Uh, can confirm. Uh, it's been many, many years, but sure, sure. I'll, I'll confirm that. Yeah. No different than sitting in that parking lot in, uh, five guys. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to get burgers and fries and who's going to get their stuff. That was the best game. <laughs> burger or pot. We should go do that again. Burgers or pot. Burgers or, or pot. pot. <laughs> Have you smelt the pot as you're driving through Dunsford just before the gas station? There's a distinct uh, yes. smell. Yes, yes, I have. Yeah, 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 I have. It's funny because we were saying <clears throat> they definitely got busted last year. Uh, yeah, with and, the, the big fifty foot trailers up by the highway, yeah, and, and now it feels like they're just doing it again. Some people just have no. Well, the recourse of the people that are making the money, it's probably worth them. If that's paying their legal fees, I guess. I think a lot of people do have that that sort of, it's legal now, so why should it be restricted, you know, more than what it is? Right. What do you mean I can only have four plants? And I think they've put up more greenhouses. Over here on on 36. If you, I had to stop for the school bus the other day and you can see them. They're like, there has to be 30 greenhouses back there now. Ugh. Just growing poinsettias, and then growing, driving past uh, Stegangas and seeing that it's yeah. just like a ghost town, and yeah. stuff's falling down. <laughs> but same thing, like like, is the risk to return? You know, you do it. Everyone thinks you're legal because you put up a big fence and it's greenhouses, and it's like, oh, it's legal now. They must have got a, a grow op uh, yeah. license. And then they swing in and be like, oh, illegal grow op. Well, you'd think if we there all was, knew it was there. The legal ones are they not? I can't say for certain, but I kind of thought like the legal, like the government approved farms were kind of like kind of public record. I think so. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't know if they'd have a sign by the road saying, you know. No, probably not. But I think if you, you know, freedom of information, you could, you could find out. And I think, you know, the media has been kind of, I don't know if I want to say responsible, but have been, you know, like quick to report that kind of stuff. Like, Hey, it's, because it is industry, and you yeah, know, you know. oh, it's high, hires jobs, and yeah. sure, yeah. whether it's an industry you agree with or not is irrelevant. But I mean, it is it is industry, so I mean that's that's kind of reportable when you live, especially out here where there yep. there is no industry per se, right? So, well, professional mud trimmer <laughs> is that what that's called? I believe it is. <laughs> I figured that was your way of saying you're just pocketing some, trimming the bud. I think, like, on a legit operation, you're going in and you're putting on a Tyvek suit when you go in there. No pockets. I would think so. You're stripping down, you're stripping out when you go. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Make it hard for you to sneak anything. Well, it's funny that um, we just happen to be talking about uh, plants because uh, here we are back again. It's uh, another episode of Hanging at the Barbershop. I'm your host, Wes. 
and he's got a mouthful of beer. <laughs> and I'm your host, Scott. Uh, hey guys, we're back. It's been a long, uh, oh my God, I don't even know how long it's been. It's been several weeks anyway, since we've had a chance to uh, safely get together and uh, record. But uh, a few things have happened since the last time we were together, and I thought it'd be fun to... Uh, get back together and kind of talk about where we're at and we're joined once again by the ladies hello kimberly hello how are you tonight i'm doing good excellent and once again michelle hello 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 so uh i guess it was january maybe it was even earlier than that december when did we decide to day was the official uh shutdown of things sure uh when did we decide that we wanted to do something oh, interactive? Interactive. Um, man. It's a while ago because, I mean, I was. We've been talking about it. So I think the official post went up on January 4th. January 4th. That was the the vote now. Yeah. Um, and I just want to say to everybody who's been following along and who's been sort of patiently waiting for updates, I am so sorry that I have not had the motivation to. Hop on Facebook. I know I said I was going to in a in a previous update, and I haven't really. But let's consider what we're doing tonight to be that update, as we are still in the month of February. So uh, back at towards the end of December, I think we sort of were sitting around the table having a having a sort of a casual uh, uh, evening, and thought, you know, would it be fun to do something, you know, some kind of challenge where we can get our listeners to sort of participate and kind of steer the steer the ship, as it were. And that's exactly what you did. <laughs> so uh, just to remind you guys, we decided it was going to be the, the great 2021 lifestyle challenge. And we put some options out for you back in January with uh, a thumbs up uh, if you wanted to see us go vegetarian, uh, a heart if you wanted to see us compete for the most steps in the end of the month, uh, the care emoji if you wanted us to uh, abstain from sodi pops. Uh, and that's the non-alcoholic kind for a month. Uh, laughy faces for no alcohol. The surprise face for eight, eight ounce glasses of water every day. Crying for no coffee or tea for one month. And angry face for no sugar. Um, you know, it was strangely enough. I, I don't know about you, but I, I, I was pretty nervous and I kind of, followed what was going on like i scrutinized that thing like every day just to see where it was sitting yeah because i had my sort of thoughts as to what i thought would was going to be relatively easy for me to do versus oh the ones i didn't want to do yeah exactly and i was legitimately nervous that it was going to come up you know start seeing one coming up and one going down you're like oh who who liked that who right yeah but you had a thought about that too, about, you know, it didn't matter what the choices were that, you know, whatever the, the thumbs up, the like button. Yeah. I mean, it's the default response to anything on Facebook, so right? I, on that post. Yeah. If we would have, we would have added one more emoji and had nothing for like, I think possibly that it might've been something it else. It would have been different. Cause I think a lot of people. And you know what? I still appreciate, as I've said a lot, you know what? If uh, it's engagement, right? So whether you read the post or not, you hitting the like button still means a ton. And I think there's a lot of people that just see that it's, you know, that web page and they follow it and they, they yep. smash the, the like button. Oh, hey, there's a new uh, post out from the guys at the barbershop. So I'm just going to like that. 
like, oh, oh no, <laughs> read it, please read, read, yeah, no, yeah. read. <laughs> so yeah, you know, and and it slowly started to take that lead, right? Um, I when think when did you? I know you had said to me you were a little concerned. So like, at what point did you get kind of nervous about which way it was going? Um, you know. For a lot of it, I, I think it probably ended up being about that like mid month, like right when we were starting to see, okay, everybody that was going to interact with it off the hop, yeah, probably did it, you know, within that first five days. So then when it sort of was sitting at, you know, January 15th, 16th, and there hadn't been a lot of movement, uh, same thing, right? And uh, I, I won't, uh, Fib and say that my kids uh, that never on Facebook went and possibly voted because they didn't want to be a vegetarian for the month. Maybe. So uh, I think they both voted for no booze because it didn't affect them. I think, you know, the other thing was that we weren't very clear about it. And I, and I know maybe, maybe I shouldn't be admitting this to our listeners, but we did allow ourselves a vote. So, um, you I know, think that's allowed. Like, is it? Can... Is it though? I mean, because that's kind of like you would vote in an election. That's true, but it was close, and we we knew it was close for a while, getting towards the end, right? Where it was like, <gasps> this is going to be one of two things, and it's like, are we now influencing the vote if we do this? I think too, right? It's it's that mindset as a household. Yeah, having something that you're taking away has less of a financial impact than. Adding. Adding. And I, I think eating a vegetarian diet adds to your grocery bill. Oh, it absolutely does. Um, now, again, we've talked. Um, by not having to buy meat, I think maybe you're actually seeing the um, the grocery bill is a little bit lower. Would, Michelle, you... Uh, it is, if you didn't take into account that we just purchased a side of beef and a side of pork yeah, well, like that... weeks before this came out. So yeah. we have a huge freezer full of meat that we haven't been able to touch. And I mean, at our house, Kim and I, we had been attempting to do something more ketogenic like we had done last year. And so we also had a significant amount of meat and meat products kind of in the fridge and the freezer. And I, you know, what's really interesting in that is that every time I open the fridge thinking, what am I going to make for dinner? And I'm seeing the the meat sticks, like the pepperoni sticks and the, the deli slices and the kielbasas and the stuff that we just keep to have on hand. I honestly thought that I was going to have a harder time with it than what it's turned out to be. Yeah, I, I think and I think you said and I think I've talked about it that um, we really haven't reached for anything or had a day where it's like, oh, I'm going to just, you know, sneak a, a hamburger or. I nearly did the other night just before, um, just before we threw axes this week. So, I mean, I was, and it wasn't because I wanted the meat. It was because I was pissed off and I, that we were burning time. We had a very, f we have a fixed time that we had to be at the club to right. start. And it's like, Christ, I can't get into where I want. And it, it, it no, don't begrudge anybody. The restaurant that we went to, they were very, they were awesome. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. They're, they're enforcing all of the COVID protocols and they're enforcing their, their occupancy limit. And they were at their occupancy limit and with no estimate of when we could get in, we weren't going to stand there and argue with her. It was like, okay, we're go we'll go somewhere else. Right. The Changes problem everything. is though, 
when you have to be somewhere at 6.30 and you want to have a sit-down meal at 10 to 6, holy shit, what do you do? It starts limiting where you go, right? Right. Who's got a meatless option? So we were, it worked out that we were able to go across the street and, and uh, I just said to Kim, let's go to Smitty's. They do breakfast all day. And I mean, we, we did decide when we went vegetarian that, you know, that was the second question was how strict are we going to do this? And I think I had asked you and you immediately were like, ovo lacto, you know, eggs and cheese are, are okay. And I'm like, great, because if I can't have meat, at least I can have that. So, you know, Thursday night, we just like, I'll just go across the street to Smitty's and have breakfast. Right. Which it, is exactly what I did. Yeah, right. You can have a, a loaded uh, omelet or like great lots of choices. But I tell you, with the, with the time burning, I was, and I was angry because of that. I'm like, I'm just going to get a fucking burger, but I didn't. So yeah, it's been, uh, as I said, it's been a lot easier for me than I had initially anticipated looking at the choices. I just want to go through this again. When we saw, cause Andy, uh, producer Andy actually kind of came up with the list of this. Yes. So props to Andy for doing that for us. Um, always does a fantastic job on the show behind the mic and behind the console. So, uh, props to you, sir. When you first saw the list, what did you think? for you were the easy ones um as much as we love to drink <laughs> um what are you talking about it's, it's such a social thing for me it's uh, not yeah. a it's not a come home and need to have a beer or a, a drink every night so to say that yeah you know that's four weekends i wouldn't have to drink and then we were in lockdown so then it's like well i'm not gonna drink anyway yeah so, I mean, um, the no alcohol, I wasn't too worried about. Um, and then, right, it, it starts to come down to other things. Like, if I couldn't have coffee, I guarantee you I would have just drank more pop. Yeah. If I couldn't drink pop, I probably would have just drank more beer or coffee. Yeah. Um, as the, as the, I once worked for a doctor who used to say, there's water and coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, same, the no sugar thing, um, it would have been interesting because I, I, it's deciding how we were going to do that. So is that just- Does that allow you fruits? Right. Or, or is it you're like just not processed having, sugars, Yeah, you're not yeah. having- So you're basically saying no junk food. Yeah. yeah. So, th- and right, that would have actually probably been hard to do. Um, yeah, I think so. We like to snack- so, I mean, if you start thinking, if, if you really broke it down into, okay, well, no sugars, so that means no no gummies, no yeah. sweets, no candy bars, and then would you take chips out of the thing and just go cold turkey and no junk food? It's, Again, a, it it's been, an honest question. Yeah. And it's a good one, too, because like I said, we were doing uh, more of a ketogenic diet so that's like super low carb right for those of you who've never tried it before it's it's a high fat moderate protein low carb so you think you know i thought that we were doing great like i mean we were coming up with some great ketogenic recipes we we enjoyed them and then it's like oh the lifestyle challenge and shit we're vegetarian for a month and i thought oh my god this is gonna be weird but really, I'm like, okay, ketogenic is out the window, vegetarian is in, and now I'm eating all the carbs that I would not have eaten were I still ketogenic. Yeah, so I, I feel very, like, for what we've been picking as meal ideas, it's very savory. Yeah. Uh, certainly haven't shied away from cheese. You have or have not? I have not. Oh, me neither. I mean, it, it, cheese is on everything. Yeah. Yeah, and just kind of, it feels that, it gives that bulk 
Yeah. Because we were talking about that. And you know what? I, I give huge shout outs to uh, the casual conversations and the people at work. For sure, there's a generational gap sort of um, with me and a lot of my staff. And there certainly is. I would tell you, you shave 15 to 20 years off. Yeah. And there's very much a a movement towards plant-based eating in the younger generation. Um, whether that's a moral decision or a health uh, issue or just coming down to taste. I don't know. I'm telling you, that was all, all three of those things where people, because I, I got asking and talking to people, because I tell you, there's, I bet there's over eight people I can talk to at work about what they're choosing to eat in their plant-based diet. So, which I've had, right? It's a really good draw that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for me, the, the I I kind of fall into a similar sort of mindset where you are, where for me, I saw no, so first of all, I love pop. Um, but I had already switched to sugar-free pop. So I was like, okay, that's not going to be a, a, a big one. Vegetarian was the one that made me nervous the most because I, I just had never done it before. I'd, I'd always been a kind of a, you know, a meat and potatoes kind of guy, right? Like that's how we grew up. So if you ask mom, what's for dinner? Meat, fucking potatoes. Oh, okay. All right. So just whatever was on the plate is what you ate. But Alcohol is an interesting one because there is alcoholism in my family. And so I've always been um, relatively conscious of the way that I uh, use uh, and consume alcohol. So um, I don't know if I've said this before on the show, but we've had a conversation. I've, I certainly have mentioned to you where there's twice in my life where I quit drinking on principle for like a year at a time. So for me, that was like, oh, no booze, no problem. Water. Water was a questionable one because last year when we were doing keto, I was a water fiend. And I mean, at one point I was up to four liters a day and it was was a lot of water, but I did adjust to it eventually. Like I think when you start drinking that much water, when you're not used to doing it, I mean, obviously you're going to start flushing your kidneys, but eventually you start letting go of the water that you were retaining because now you're actually getting you're at that point you need yeah yeah yeah. so water was less concerning but it was more of a you were freaked out i was so vegetarian and then the other one that really that really bothered me was coffee i mean you know what the coffee is one of i used to smoke cigarettes i smoked cigarettes for almost 20 years and they kind of go hand in hand coffee and cigarettes so i'm like I've, i've already quit smoking i haven't smoked in like uh over 10 years but if you take my coffee away now Oh, so when the vote was closing down and it was kind of between no booze and no, and vegetarian, I was like, oh, this is going to be a win. (laughs) Right. And then in the last 24 hours, uh, good listeners, whoever you are out there, uh, the vote rapidly changed by like three or four votes in the la- literally in the last 24 hours right. and it became vegetarian. So. And we also did, we kind of, so we assume some people did not put an emoji and made a comment. Yes. And we did try to go back and kind of read that comment and been like, okay, well that person's definitely saying, you know, vegetarian and that one's saying no booze, but you know, we're assuming if you made that comment that you didn't, uh, cause you can kind of go back and see who did the emojis too. There was so. a cut. Co- yeah. So some people actually put the emoji in their comment. Yes. Right. And it's like, Oh, okay. Well we can count that. There was a couple. I, I don't know if it was Brian and Brian's wife. 
do everything. I think Brian was do everything. And I do. Which really, I mean, so that's a vote for everything, which is really a vote for nothing. nothing. So it doesn't change the numbers at all. No. So not saying that we, you know, didn't take that into consideration, but that is the reality of it. So for those of you who made comments, we did, we did count your comment, even if you didn't react using the emojis like we kind of wanted you to, but you know, it's a learning, uh, a learning process. So has anyone reached out to you and asked how you were uh, doing? Uh, No. Not not really, not at all. So I got a phone call from Mama Kay. Oh. So uh, gave me a call one day and asked me how things were going and what I had for breakfast and sort of, you know, I'm like, oh, I had a nice big omelet on a bagel. And she's like, a bagel? And I'm like, yeah, Mom, just vegetarian, not vegan. Yeah. And she's like, oh. I said, so just no meat. And she's like, you think you're going to make it? And I'm like, this is like four days in. I'm like, yeah, I think we're going to be gonna o- do it, yeah. we're going to be okay. And she's like. And what do you think about Wes? And I'm like, <laughs> I think he's got enough willpower to do it. So, um, yeah, she was like, well, if you, if you get through it, you know, maybe maybe I'll send you a gift card for somewhere that serves meat oh, when you're all said and done. That's so <laughs> nice. But that, you know, and then there's people that have commented to be like, and we've posted some of our meals uh, yeah. on the website and yeah. sort of what we've been eating. That first week was a real big one, I think. Um that yeah, was, I wanted to make a good showing that, you know, I I think you'd posted a couple of pictures and I'd posted at least one, uh, one meal that I had done, maybe one or two. I know I, <laughs> I posted what I, what I referred to as my last, my last meal, yeah, <laughs> which was like full rack of ribs, big mound of fries. And, I think we had uh, roast beef. We had roast beef. We had yeah. roast beef dinner. So yeah, for sure. And I mean, it's sort of that thing is, uh, it's almost like Lent. You're, uh, you got to clean out the fridge. Yeah. Of anything you had before you, you're not allowed to eat it. But it's funny too, because there one night, um, you know, somebody's making a comment and be like, I can't believe you're doing this to yourself. And it's like, oh man, it's for sure. It's been enjoyable and it, it's really shown me that it's obtainable. And we've definitely done some recipes that we've really enjoyed. But uh, the one night I'm like picking up tofu and I'm walking around and I look down and there's like, forget what it even was. It's probably like a sirloin and it was on sale. I'm like, Oh, that's a really good price. And I bought it. And I'm like, and then I put it in the freezer. Cause I'm like, well, into you... the full freezer of meat. Of meat. Oh yeah, I'm like that'll that'll keep. You but... know, but you know where it is. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was just a price point. I'm like, that is an awesome deal for a sirloin roast. And I'm like, why would I not buy it? It made you feel good getting the deal. I, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. I bought olive oil today when I, I figured we were maybe up a bottle or two, but again, it was like more than half price. So it was like, oh, I'll, right, I'll just right. grab one more. Mm-hmm. You know, um, having uh, my father-in-law live with us and living with someone who's of a, a different generation, who has a completely different lifestyle and seeing his shopping habits because he wants to be contributing to the household. So we do a lot of uh, sharing of the groceries, but I, I've forgotten, I guess it's because I just don't, because I don't live on a, yes, I live on a fixed income, but I live with a comfortable fixed income where I don't shop based on the price this week. It's never been a consideration for me. Whereas like Kim's your dad, he'll, he'll, he'll see something and go, that's a good price. And he'll buy it and be like, what, what are you doing? I don't think it's even, I think it's just the deal, the special, like, well, there is he that too. That. Now, I, that is another aspect and that we've noticed. He's a flyer shopper. 
he is. Whether oh, yeah. he needs the item or not, if he feels it's a good deal, it's a it's a win. He feels good. Toilet paper, paper, paper products. Towel, yeah, paper products are a big one for him. He gets excited over that. So that kind of brings me around uh, talking about your dad reminds me that for both of us, there are other people involved in this, whether they wanted that. Well, here's the thing, right? I mean, you guys, you guys are a family of four and we're essentially the two of us. Now, Lloyd is there, but I mean, he kind of comes and goes and does his own thing however he chooses. So we didn't really factor him into. He still eats meat. Sure. If he wants to eat the meal that we're making, he eats what we eat. But Kim, you, without batting an eye, because I asked you, I said, I asked, are you going to, you're not going to eat vegetarian for a month, are you? And, and you immediately were like, yes, I am. I did say it. Now, I I did have a few meat meals in the early beginning. Yep. I think my pizza was. Yeah. And you were concerned. <laughs> you were all like guilty or feeling like. I felt bad. Self-conscious about eating meat in front of me. And I'm like, listen, you can eat whatever you want. You're not under the challenge. I am. So it's not going to upset me if you do that. And then I just felt, no, we'll do it together. and Makes cooking easier. It does. Because now all of a sudden you're, at, you know, instead of cooking for one. Yeah. It becomes, oh, cool. It's it's a meal. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. You can kind of actually do something or plan something. Or... Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, salad was always a big part of my uh, repertoire anyway when it comes for me when I'm making the meals. But even I was like, oh, I can only eat so much freaking salad, right? Like, and I'm not a big like leafy lettuce kind of salad person. Like, I'll do a lot of like cucumber based. Yeah, like, great. Yeah, and... exactly. But I, maybe you can tell tell me if I'm wrong. But with just the two of us, what's it like when you're now there's four people because there's you and Michelle and now the kids. Right. How is that going? They have eaten quite a bit of what we've done. So our first foray out into the world of tofu was we did a stir fry. Okay, so you're ahead of me on that because we have not done tofu yet. No. It's it's so it's so funny cuz right it's like do you get firm or do you get uh you know extra firm? So I've really come to the conclusion that there's depending on what you're doing with it, it really does it is important on um the firmness of your tofu. So I've I've had tofu before. Has it's been a long time? It's probably been over a decade. I think the only tofu meal that I had was a vegan chili that was made with tofu, and and to me, I mean, it was like it's like eating spicy vegetables with some like gummy cubes in the middle of it, right? So, and I think depending on how you you prep it, um, we've been marinating it. I guess is the the term I would use as as a meat eater. That right, you make sure. up a sauce, you throw that in, yep. And then um, once it's all covered in the marinade, uh, we've been throwing a little bit of cornstarch onto it to give it a little bit of a... Firm it up a little? Yeah, I guess, or almost kind of gives it like um, a coating. Yeah. And then we've been, you throw it in real quick into the fry pan with a little bit of oil and kind of saute it, and then you throw it in with the veggies. Yeah. It hasn't been, like, that's probably been my favorite. Yeah. Um, And it, it hasn't overly been squishy. Um, and it's picked up, um, definitely there's been a, a leaning towards soy sauce versus Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Worcestershire, yeah. That one. Yeah. So, the W sauce. Yeah. So the kids definitely, we've done it both ways and they both said, you know, it was probably better with the soy sauce. 
Interesting. Hmm. Um, but yeah, um, no backlash from the kids though about like, oh, vegetables again or no, no. I think this is the problem is, uh, we're still very much in that household of, uh, if you don't eat what we're eating, then you're more than welcome to go cook something Yeah, you know for where yourself. the kitchen is. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and they're old enough to do it. So it's no I stress. I mean, and right? we, we've talked about that and I, and those were some of the, the moments where I was staring at meat. <laughs> uh, we did. Child, why are you cooking that steak in front of me? It uh, smells so goddamn good. <laughs> they'd never think that way, which is totally cool. They totally could, but I just don't think that's in their mindset. No. But uh, we did paninis uh, one night, and uh, I just I fried up some bacon for the kids. And I've always been, you know, when you take the bacon off the tray and you pat yep. it down. You're the... Put a slice oh, in. Oh, like half a pound. Yeah, of course. In my yap, right? <laughs> and I, I looked at it. I, I for sure looked at it. I'm like, I could just throw that in my mouth and eat that right now. And no one would know. And um, I just left it on the plate. Good and for you. Uh, right, still made the kids their uh, paninis and put some bacon on. That it is for some them. serious willpower, my friend, because I think if I were in your shoes, I might have, I might have dipped my finger in the oil and. You know, that's disgusting. <laughs> just to get the taste of the bacon yeah, grease. Yeah. Well, you you know what? And let's be honest. I can't tell you if I honestly, if I, if I would have cleaned that pan a hundred, no, cause I baked it. So I did not use that pan for anything else other than oh, bacon okay. that night. That's cool. And then on Super Bowl Sunday, not that we're huge football, but we, that was the night we decided yeah, sure. to do uh cauliflower tofu nachos. Nice. And for the kids, I made them. You had mentioned that. Yeah. Well. They were very, very tasty. Yeah, We've actually made it twice, twice. now. And that's so. been one we've really enjoyed. But I, I fried up a pound of ground beef for the kids for their not. So they could have regular. Yeah. Sure. And uh, not that, I mean, Ethan still ate the cauliflower stuff and he enjoyed it. But yep. I mean, right, Georgia had her. She's very much uh, ground beef, cheese, and nacho chips. And that, right, that's, right, that's, right, her, right. that's her nachos. Um, but it's funny too, because there was leftover ground beef and it's like, okay, you guys need to eat Yeah, that. you need to do something with it because it's got to get used I don't by want, you. Yeah, I don't want to, I'm not going to be eating it. No. It's not going to be in my leftovers. Right. So, and I mean, I think Georgia finally, like one day to Ethan, be like, you need to eat that ground beef before it goes bad. <laughs> and he probably just went up and ate it. Like ate a, it on the spot. Ate it like a chimp, right? <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> Get me a spoon. Yeah. And uh, whether he even put anything with it or, yeah, just yeah. ate it right out of the Tupperware. Interesting. But ate it. So cauliflower, early on in the challenge, I, I mean, before we started getting creative and, like, looking at recipes and, you know, we've got a few cookbooks. We don't, certainly don't have a vegetarian cookbook in the house, but, like, the internet, I mean, the world's knowledge is at your fingertips. And we, we've found a few, but, like, the first couple meals were like, oh, we like, we like, like vegetables because, like, as you say, we're kind of grazers we get together we like to do platters and stuff so you know we've cut up broccolis and and cheeses or broccolis and cauliflowers and i've done like the no the no flour uh cheese sauce a couple times now which has turned out to be kind of a hit i tried cauliflower steaks uh last week last week i think so so that's basically taking a big head of cauliflower so it's it's steak and name only (laughs) wow You really, you, like you say, you can take a head of cauliflower, you basically cut off the sides, and you basically have a slab of what's in the middle, like a cross-section of brain, really. R- yep. So if you're doing it for, like, multiple people, you need multiple heads of, of cauliflower to, to, get pull, that to pull this off. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, I, I looked at several 
you know, cooking websites and, and recipes for it. And I, I kind of amalgamated a few different ones with like, you know, drizzle of oil and these spices and, and this will give you the hearty flavor. And I thought by the time I was done, it was still just a slab of cauliflower <laughs> that and had spices on it. Baked it? Yes. Yeah, totally baked. So then we started getting into like other things like um, we love mushrooms. Mushrooms tend to be are a good void filler for uh, for that. A little more texture. I had done a couple times. I did uh, portobello mushroom caps with a fried egg on them. That sounds good. Fried egg and oh, cheese. Oh, they're delicious. It's good. The problem is, and this is, I mean, with mushrooms, all mushrooms, is they hold water like a sponge. So you start you start cooking these things, and next thing you know, you've got a pan full of water, and it's not a fried mushroom anymore. It's a sautéed mushroom because all the liquids come out of it. Have you thought about pre-baking them? You're supposed to. There's you, some recipes yeah, that say that. Yeah, some say do that. Others say uh, scoop the veins out of them, like scrub, like scrub the veins off the bottom because that's where a lot of the moisture is held. Low and slow is the big one, though. Like That's what they say, do them low and slow. So the second time I actually did that, I cooked the mushroom cap separately. I fried the egg, and then I put it on, and like there was no flipping or anything. It was just, right. And that turned out to be pretty good. Well, that's, I cooked for you guys tonight. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, boy. So, so you should have been cooking for all of us, like, from the beginning We of should the have month. been coming over more often. <laughs> Damn, lockdown. Yeah. So uh, black bean burgers. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, so second uh, second go around for us for those. So we uh, attempted to do it. That was a Pinterest post, and I thought it looked kind of cool, and I thought, oh, I could probably make that. It can't be that hard. And uh, same thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, a pre-bake of the beans, and then um, a lot of spice and a lot of binder and sure. bake, and bake them up, and uh, they kind of look like hamburger uh, patties when they you're do. Done. They absolutely look like they simulated the shape and the color, and it looked good to me, and it tasted great. Filling. I think I actually prefer it over a meat burger, to be honest. There you go. It was so much flavor. It was really good. Who are you, and what have you done with my wife? I is me. <laughs> but you, you think of the of the, the spice palette in it. So I mean, right there's there's uh, cumin, which kind of has a hearty meat smell to it. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, smoke uh, paprika's in there. Yep. Um, yeah, that's a go-to for me. Uh, on the spice rack, Pe- um, lots of paprika. Right. There's pepper. There's chili peppers. Um, you know, a good chunk of feta in there. Was there so, onion uh, in that? There is. There's, I thought so. I there's thought half I an onion, onion and there. like three quarters of a bell pepper. Oh, nice. So, I mean, that gets sauteed up ahead of time and then you kind of throw it all together and mix it. And yeah, it, it's it's definitely, they talk about you don't want it to be mushy. No. And I think the first time we did it, I actually thought they were sort of a little too dry or a little chalky. And then this time I put a little more ketchup than what they yeah. called for. And I thought it was pretty good. It didn't give that same profile. And I mean, right, you can take care of too dry with your condiments as well, right? Yeah. So you yeah. can still mm-hmm. put on mustard and relish. Slather on as much as you want. Yeah, and yeah. it really changes that again, right? So, and right, you never forget the cheese. So put a little more <laughs> cheese on there. Have you ever wanted to start a podcast, but you didn't know where to begin? Maybe you'd like to try podcasting without having to invest in any recording equipment. Do you have an idea for a show, but you're not sure how to develop it? Let Sawcast Productions take care of all of that, 
so you can focus on what it is you want to say. Sotcast Productions offers podcasting solutions ranging from recording and basic editing to fully produced episodes complete with all the audio embellishments of a broadcast quality show. And when your show is ready, Sawcast Productions can distribute it too. Contact us online today. So, what do you want to say? Let's go. Let's go back for a second. I know you. You guys have uh, said that you're. You've had tofu a few times. Yep. Let's talk about other meat substitutes, like the commercially made stuff, like the Beyond sure. meat products. Have you guys dipped into that yet? So one of the my coworkers at work that is a vegan, okay. um, had mentioned that she had some patties at home that she thought tasted too much like too meat. Too much. And sorry, she's vegan. She is. Now, so veganism is kind of a choice. I mean, unless you were raised that way from your from childhood, I, I would assume. Do you think that comes from she remembers the taste of meat and that's a, kind of like a, oh. Maybe. Or, you know, as you say, there's all kinds of choice on, on that, whether it's a moral choice or whether it's a dietary issue yeah. or. Religious or. It's, yeah. Or, you know what, maybe you really don't like the taste of meat. Maybe. So it's, yeah, to her, she's like very much it. She's, and that was the reason she was, had no problem getting rid of them. Tasted too much like meat and we don't eat meat. Yeah. Okay. That's a fair, that's a fair shake to want to get it out of your house. Yeah. So yeah, uh, dropped off a couple patties and uh, we cooked them up and ate them. And what'd you think, Michelle? They had really no taste. They, they, they were, were, their consistency was weird. Not as good as black bean not, burgers. Not as good as your black bean <laughs> no. burgers, no. And then uh, one day we were on the road and we went yep. to uh, A&Dub and got there beyond. Who do have uh, beyond meat uh, burgers on the menu. And I, and I know, but. We've done that once fuck, as well. It was expensive. It was, yeah, like it, it was not worth yeah. the price. And like, it's funny because you would, he would ask me what I thought of them and I'm like, meh. There's nothing to say that I didn't still just jam it. Shove it in your oh, pie hole. I ate it like I was fucking starving. Like, I think I was done in, like, two seconds. And Michelle's still kind of eating hers. Yeah. And she's like, are you done? I'm like, yeah. So I fit, because I was nervous about the vegetarian challenge, I said early on, I said, I'm going to have to go out and get some Beyond Meat. Because we had we'd tried it when Tim Hortons did their trial and they were carrying Beyond Meat burgers. We're like, let's go try this thing just to see what it's like. And I I have to admit, the first time we had it, I don't know if it's the way it was prepared or if it was just a, a particular recipe that was only a proprietary thing just for Tim Hortons, but we had it at the drive-thru. And, and I can remember saying to you, Kim, that if nobody told me, you wouldn't know. I wouldn't have known. It was good until we got the second one. And then we're like, something's happened. Yeah, the second one was not as good as the first one. Fast forward to now, and uh, we've now had two different commercially prepared meat substitute burgers. One is Beyond Meat, and then the other one was the house, the PC house brand. Uh, yeah, I, think. I can't remember. And I can't say that one is better than the other, but I will say this: the meat patty itself is 
a thousand times better than the ground beef substitute. The Beyond Beef, like the ground chuck, I guess it's right. simulating. We used that in a uh, box of hamburger helper. It didn't save it. No, no, no. It was like the the hamburger killer. Yeah, I'm sorry to who's listening and they like it, but I took it out of the package and it reminded me of cat food, wet cat food. It had the smell and it's yeah. like cooking and I'm like, it's not going away. And you put the the spices in and then you're eating. It's like, yeah, I, I can't do it. It just... I would tell you too, with the tofu, I've really tried to do it. Like there is definitely with a softer tofu and you break it up, it very much has a scrambled look to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it has yet to get to the point where I I would say that I was eating like gets to start looking like ground beef. Right. But that consistency and that texture and it just it is a little soft. But I think that's why you're using it with other other things. I think uh, I enjoyed it on the nachos the second time more than the first. I think the first time I, I even said to Michelle that it felt like it was a little too soft, too mushy. And as we've talked before, I'm a bit of a texture uh, <laughs> texture guy. And uh, but you know, right? It, it didn't it didn't say I'm not going to do this again. I just cooked it a little bit longer. Um, I think we added different spices too the second time. Yeah, I think we did a little different palette for sure. But we forgot the taco spice. That was maybe that was the the go to. So at the time of this recording, we still were uh, roughly 10 more days left in the challenge here. I just want to put it out to you guys. Um, ladies, if you want to uh, give your thoughts as well, I'd like to hear that. But p- particularly for you, Scott, as my recording partner, do you see yourself continuing beyond the end of the month? Is this going to be a lifestyle uh, uh, change for you or do you think you're going to revert? I think it. we've always struggled at our household with meal planning. So do we. So this obviously has brought up at least two or three meals Yeah. that, because they're not meat-oriented, I think actually becomes simpler for other people in the house to prepare. To make it. Oh, that's a really good point. So, I mean, right? They're just vegetables. It's just tofu. You just got to chop it, block it, throw some soy sauce on yeah, it. And, yeah, yeah. And, right? So, it just changes that profile. Because I, I would tell you, if we weren't eating tofu, I bet those nights we would have been eating pasta. So, I mean, there's lots of nights right. when we weren't being restrictive yep. that we still didn't eat meat. Yeah, same with us. Same so, with I mean, we've there's, had... there's definitely nights... That we don't. Uh, there's definitely nights we still enjoy um, just having an egg, oh, yeah. right? Or yeah, a yeah. Western on a, like yep. a, a toasted Western with no bacon, right? Because bacon takes time and it, it becomes that whole thing. And I think we've left ourselves some more time for prep. Yeah. But it really doesn't take that much to chop up a bunch of vegetables and saute them. Mm-hmm. No, it really, and with us being, you know, self-employed, it's nothing for me to get up in the morning and have breakfast and then immediately me go back into the fridge and start pulling out all the vegetables to do all the prep for the the dinner that night, which I've done quite a few times now, um, so that there is like, oh, if, if we're not going to cook that, then there's like chopped vegetables for whatever salad we're going to eat tonight or tomorrow, so... Like you say, there is a there is an element of planning involved, and I don't know if I've... I think that's where we still struggle the most is like in that, what do you want? For sure. 
Well, for me, it's you get in a rut, you eat the same things, you get bored. Yeah. It's yeah. like, and then you're tired and you're like, oh, I don't want that. Yeah. At least with a vegetarian or plant-based diet, that whole, I don't want to cook. Well, you don't have to. You can take that cucumber out of the fridge and start chewing on it. <laughs> Not that I've done that, but to be honest with you, like we are keeping more like stick cut vegetables, carrots, celery, cucumbers, that kind of stuff. And there are nights where like, okay, I'm going to grab the jar of peanut butter and the, a few celery stalks. Because we're not that hungry. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I've got a funny story for you. Yeah. So I tried to bake chickpeas. How'd that go? <laughs> There's a fine line on, uh, I think it was, so wash them, soak them, spice them, 40 minutes at 375. So a little hotter than I thought. Okay. And check often. Check often. And, and okay. I mean, right, right in the recipe, it says it at the tail end. Was that in a large pe- font, bold? <laughs> enough that I knew. <laughs> okay. Enough that I knew. All right. And um, it's just one of those days, and I was definitely hungry that day. I was like, I need something. Yep. And I think we didn't have any really things snacky. And um, I think we got to, what, 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. And then I went back at 8 Yep. And they were just little charcoal nuggets. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but and, he still ate them. Oh. Because you were hungry. Yeah. So I think I mixed That them. is dedication, sir. Yeah. yeah. I'm not throwing them out. I'm like, I ate a few, and I'm like, oh. And then I put them in a bowl, and I think I put tzatziki sauce on top of them and just ate it like <laughs> fucking cereal. <laughs> Uh, and I'll tell you, the next day, you can smell the charcoal coming out of me. I'm like, oh. Wow. Uh, maybe a carcinogen. We talked a little bit earlier about um, what we were going to do. And I, you know, I'm still kind of on the fence about what I want to do. I, I questioned earlier, early, early on in the challenge, because we had already tried to do so, like ketogenic diet. I'm like, is there a way that I can blend vegetarian and ketogenic together and and you can and we have been doing some elements of that so like i say the no the no flour cheese sauce that's a, that's a huge hit and it and it gets you your fats that you need for for keto without you know violating any of the the meat stuff right so have you peed on a stick since you started no no i have not out of total curiosity whether you're in ketosis or you know you're not not. i know i'm not not. the amount of carbs that i've eaten in the last mm. because we've substituted a lot of breads and pastas sure way more than we've ever oh come on i just had two black bean burgers tonight on uh you know white buns big old (laughs) buns so good yeah Uh, yeah yeah we i mean for the paninis we've been buying this nice sourdough and it's like it's hearty bread. It's mm-hmm. good. But it's like, right? I think it's, a, it's a treat, I guess. That's right. So the thing is like, and I think not that I want to go off on, on a whole thing about keto, but I think where a lot of people kind of fail in keto is that they, it, they forget that it's a high fat diet and they, they struggle with getting the fats from non-meat sources. And so you end up eating a shitload of meat and next thing you know, you know, you feel like shit because you know, you're clogging up your arteries and all the other stuff that goes with that, right? I think there is a balance, though, where I I can't say that I'm going to revert wholeheartedly, but it's a, it's a guarantee I'm going back to meat. Oh, for sure. It's but just I in think, moderation. Yeah, Everything in moderation. That's kind of where I was leaning onto it, too, where I think based on this experience so far over the last uh, 20 days of eating no meat, I think the the portion control of the meat that I will eat will be a lot easier for me to manage. 
Now, here's a question. Yep. How do you feel? Uh, so other than the fact that uh, I'm still, I, I want to talk about that too in, in a minute. But so overall, let me just say, I feel pretty good. So some of the little like internal things that I noticed prior to the challenge may or may not be there anymore. You know, little, uh, little kind of like, oh, what's that little twinge there in my pack muscle? <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah, you're, you're, you're feeling better. I would say overall I'm feeling better, but it comes with a big asterisk because for those of you who don't know me, I'm a, I'm a very big guy, you know, I'm over six feet tall and I'm carrying a lot of weight. Like I, I came in at the challenge. (laughs) I wasn't going to say this, but I, I'm going to, I came in at 300 plus pounds. I'm still over 300, but I am less than where I was when I started. And so I guess that kind of brings me to what I was going to say was, did you do any measurements before the challenge? We just did weight. You just did weight. Okay, so I did weight and I did umbilical girth. So circumference. Yep. Yeah. So and I, and you know what? It's funny because Michelle and I both weighed in. We both wrote it down beside sure. the scale. Yep. I think the biggest day I had was a six pound swing down. Me too. And I don't know if that was just sort of a gastrointestinal day that said, "Woo!" You need to uh, you need to evacuate. <laughs> yeah, 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 and a little bit more movement on that end of things. And I would tell you, it's been a three to four pound swing up and down. And today, I'm back half a pound down. Oh, interesting. So it's kind of fluctuated for you. Um, because I am afraid of the scale, I have been very limited with how I use it. I've been on the since the challenge. I've been on the scale twice. Once to start, oh, sorry, three times. Starting measurements, first week, second week. Very good. And that, you know what they say that there's yeah. no sense in being on it Don't every day. Don't get on day. it every day. You're just going to make yourself yeah, a yeah, yeah. mess. Um, I tell you, I feel like I'm sleeping better. Oh, good. And I feel like I'm not. My mornings, yeah. like I feel like I'm ready to get out of bed and get going. It's not, I'm not dragging ass. No. I, now, again, I love to stay in bed. Yeah. I'll, I'll never say that. No, no, I'm the same way. And, right, I could stay, like, right, I could wake up and then go back to bed and then read a book or get on my iPad for another two hours <laughs> in bed. But I, I could get out of bed in the morning, have a shower, get dressed, have breakfast, get to the couch, turn the TV on, and immediately have a nap. Feels good, doesn't it? Well, it kind of does. <laughs> I know, but I, yeah, I would say I, I definitely, I'm feeling better. Um, I think I still have all the same aches and pains. That I would agree with. I mean, I'm having other aches and pains, but I don't attribute any of it no. to the challenge. It's more. Well, unfortunately, we're dealing with another lockdown. So yeah. what can you do, right? There's a whole lot of sedentary lifestyle Netflix going on. Is, yeah, you know. You're sitting down, you're, you're not doing anything, normal routine. So, I mean, getting into just the specifics of your eating habits, Kim, how are you feeling in terms of better, worse, same? Uh, to be honest, I feel worse because I'm eating so many carbs. Yeah. I feel more sluggish. I'm not craving meat. If anything, maybe a chicken breast. Sure. Like a stuffed sure, chicken sure. breast or something yeah. or chicken parm. But I'm I'm quite content with no meat. Yeah. I'm just I need to cut back on the carbs and the pasta because okay. I think that's making me feel. Pasta very, has always been your. The whole time we've been together, pasta has been your. Yeah, of and then I feel like crap. Yeah, yeah. I can remember commenting early on in our relationship. We don't do it as much now, but like eating pasta three or four nights a week. I could. I love pasta. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. 
But I'm now, I think because we've done keto as well, my yes. body's used to cutting back on that. Now this month I've been eating like so much This more is the thing, it. right? I like just... the, the big change, the big difference was I said, I think I mentioned to you earlier, Scott, before we recorded about, I actually feel less restricted eating vegetarian than I did eating ketogenic. For sure. Yeah. How do you feel, Michelle? I feel fine. I find I'm not as hungry. Mm-hmm. So I'm not snacking as much. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, lunches are, I think lunch is the worst one because I don't know what to pack for work. Right. I think we still don't know how to cook because a few nights we've had leftovers and yeah, that was simple, right? You we, just threw the leftovers in and. Yeah. But the nights that we don't have like leftovers and I have to sit there and think, what am I? And of course, mornings are crazy at our house because mm-hmm. we all have to be out of the house Within a 10-minute period. And everybody's going, four people going yeah. four different directions. Yeah. Four people, two bathrooms. Like, oh. yeah. It's yeah. just, so I'll take like, you know. Whatever you A grab. yogurt and yeah. a banana and that's it. And then by the time I get home, then you've got to, well, Scott has to cook because <laughs> he's home before me right now. Right. I mean, there's So been... I'm starving by yeah. the time dinner comes yeah. when you've. <laughs> I mean, there's been days where I just cut up a. So one pepper and half a cucumber, and that's what I've sort of moved and picked on all day, and an apple. So it's like our lunches have not been Mm -hmm. very exciting. They would not pass the the grade on the Canada Food Guide. No. No. (laughs) Well, it's funny because uh, the girl that I work with, her husband has a wonderful butcher shop in Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And he heard about this challenge and he's like, they're doing what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why would they do that to themselves? He goes, and he, like, he's famous for saying, well, you know, salad, what real food eats. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> salad is what my food eats, yeah. yeah. Well, of course, so, you know, he's getting the updates from my coworker and I'm just like, yeah, we're still doing it. I honestly think that... Um, my cardiac health has improved. Oh, there you I go. I really do. I almost wish I could do one of those. Like, we watched the, I don't remember the name of the documentary, but they did, it was another one of those dietary documentaries that we've been watching in the last, I don't know, year or so, where they did a, a blood analysis on a bunch of pro athletes. They're like, like NFL footballers. And then they all went, I've seen this, and then they all went vegan. Yeah. Or, yeah, and they all like, drastic improvements in just the the blood like in every marker right, was improved it would be you know this is the cool thing if we lived in america yeah it would be so simple. you'd go and you'd say i want to run my blood talks and they go okay okay and that'll be 150 dollars, yeah. mr r scott <laughs> and here you go and here are your results and here's what they mean and we'll see you in 30 days and you can run your 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 new levels right but in canada sure. it's just not what we well do. socialized medicine isn't set up to uh, no. you know give you elective stuff when you want it on demand i mean it's out there and i'm sure you can find someone who will do it for you for for a fee but it just like you say we're just not set up for that you know the accessibility is just not there like it is down no. south but there's tons of of healthy reasons and scientific reasons to do it um, sure as I say too, it's just it's a lifestyle thing, and as you say, right? It's it's in it's in how you feed your family, and it's how you have the food in your house. And then, Michelle says, we bought half a cow and we got a pig in the freezer. <laughs> we're we're just idiots. <laughs> and you guys picked the month. 
in Canada, well, you know, where there's no vegetables. The deepest, darkest month <laughs> of yeah. the year. Yeah, yeah, you February. Know what, you know, couldn't have done this in July when, you know, there were when we could be outside and barbecuing. You know what's <laughs> hilarious, though? We bought a couple eggplants. Have we seen eggplant again? No. No. It's like we got the tail end of California eggplants or wherever the <laughs> heck they were coming from. And I have not seen an eggplant in three weeks. Interesting. I got a couple the first weeks, and right, not too bad. I would never said I was much of an eggplant guy either, but we never did that. Not zucchinis there. were scarce for a while when we were looking for zucchinis, but we eat that normally before we the challenge. But uh, anything on your list that you want to do before it's over? Uh, you know what? I actually, in my mind, I'm like, ah, oh, I can. I'm going to do the. I'm going to do all the water. I'm going to do. Uh, vegetarian, and I thought I'd get a couple of them in there, and I just really haven't. Um, is there anything that I want to do bef- in the next 10 days that I haven't already done? Probably not. Certainly, there, you know, I'd like to try some more things just so that I have a broader depth for when the challenge is over so that it's less like, huh, when I want to keep it going and I am less likely to fall off the wagon, I guess. Right. I guess what I'm saying is I just want to get more into uh, – a routine that's manageable and, and not, I guess I want to be more proactive and less reactive to, oh God, what do we got? It's it's four o'clock. I got to make something. Right, right. Because you guys would never write down your weekly. We have in the past. We have, but it's not a consistent thing. Yeah. No. I that... think just the two of us, sorry. No. I think it's harder for just two. If we had the kids still at home, it'd be a reason to do that. Yeah. But for us, it's just sure. kind of. You know, our schedule is lunch seems to be sometimes the biggest meal we eat of the day. Which right around two o'clock, it's cool we're both hungry. Because you know what? I mean, I can still remember my grandparents. That was their big meal. Yeah. For sure. It was, was supper. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Supper was noon, right? Sure. So sure. I mean there was definitely there's a mindset of that that and then you have a smaller uh dinner and then you went to bed and Yeah. That's kind of what we do. Yeah. More yeah. times than not. I find it's funny because now we're eating I don't know if you've noticed this, but in terms of like just generally speaking, in terms of trends, I would say that over the last couple of years, we are eating dinner later and later at night. Yes, Whereas you like, do. Whereas like, was like a few years ago, that would have dro- <laughs> that would have drove as, me nuts. As your friend, yeah, you eat late. We are eating late, and it's and like, I, it's like Wesley, I'm ready to get drunk. Please come over. When are you coming over? <laughs> please and come they're over. Like, and he's like, yeah, we just like started getting dinner ready. We'll be over later. Oh, and it's like. Fuck, that means an hour and a half. It used we to drive like it used to drive me nuts. You do no, not. No, you do not. You do not. <laughs> you I eat, feel like we do. You're like six. No, there are nights seven, where, yeah, there are nights when we're eating at seven. Sometimes I guess. More, more often. More so <laughs> Yeah, more so in the last year or two than prior to, but but again, I guess maybe that's just an indicator of where I'm at in my life and you know, things are slowing down. But as you say, if you're not eating lunch that's at right. noon and you ate it at two, that or gets three. That gets you further and further it does, yeah. into the I mean, right? I remember my uh my great grandmother and it was like as she got older, just that that, that craving of, of appetite and yeah. right. She'd like get up and have like a piece of toast, and then oh, yeah. whenever you know two three o'clock, she'd have a boiled egg. Yep, and maybe another piece another of toast. Another piece of toast, yeah. And then she'd maybe right have some meat and potatoes for dinner, and I mean sure. that was, but it seemed late when I was a little kid, and it's like man, she's eating. It's like eight o'clock. I tell you, the one thing that I have done more of in this month that I don't normally do is you know crack a beer or pour a drink for the sake of having a beer or a drink. 
which I usually don't do really, but I've, I've had a, what, I had a one night where I. Well, again, we're in lockdown. I had four or five tall cans. You one and night. I, yeah. like we're. The Nothing to do. Let's watch, that, yeah. let's watch TV. I'm going to have a beer. Oh, apparently I'm having five. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've, I, I kind of joked that I'd need the alcohol to make the food go down easier, but. I think there's been more nights where I've not had a drink during dinner than to have one. Yeah, no, we don't normally. But I mean, the the nights I've had a beverage during yeah. this lockdown has been several. Yeah. Um, like right, my partner in crime there. We've been drinking these uh, dark and stormies, which is uh, two ounces of your favorite dark rum over a uh, ginger beer. Interesting. And uh, they seem to go down really smooth, and <laughs> I'll like have mine done and be like ready to go get another one. I'll look over to Michelle, and she's like halfway through, and I'm like, "Oh gosh, I should I'll wait. Wait. I'll wait until she's done." Sure. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> not me, man. If I'm done, I'm up. I'm yeah. looking at Kim. Do you need anything? Nope. Okay, I'm making one for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just it works out that the uh, the ginger beers is like right two drinks is one bottle. Well, if it's the stuff you showed me tonight, those are those are pretty big bottles. Yeah, so yeah. I mean that one bottle poured you and I a beverage yeah, tonight, yeah, and yeah. then our two ounces of rum on top of it. Yeah. So, but right, and then if you're like, okay, I'm gonna go make myself another drink, and she chooses not to have a drink, you're now drinking. Now three. I have a half a bottle open. Well, here's the thing, right? I mean, if you're if you're down, and Michelle still has half a drink, and you're like, do I or don't I? The answer is you do. And then you can drink another one in the time it takes her to finish this, the half. The half. And then you can get up and make two more. <laughs> I think, you're, but the bottle ratio is still off. Yeah, as long as you get some in your drink, though. Who I cares? guess, I guess. <laughs> Just put more ice and give myself a little less. I guess, beer. yeah, sure. But, sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, the, as we were saying, going ahead, I think definitely a few of these vegetarian, Jack, uh, <laughs> Squirrel. Uh, squirrel. Um, <laughs> toe sandals. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, toe sandals. Uh, hey we were, yeah, we were talking about um, things you still wanted to do. I still, yeah. I love to see, I haven't seen it anywhere. It's probably out of season, but jackfruit. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. Apparently, yeah. you can make it look like pulled pork. I've heard of this, yeah. But I haven't seen them no. anywhere. And again, maybe that's because I shot. Aren't they an Asian thing? Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah, somewhere not on this up. continent. But right somewhere, yeah. They people say you can find them, but probably it's like Sobeys and blah blahs, which in the I, summer. Well, it's summer over I don't there. Think they I've just even got, heard of them. They've just got to import them here. We, we can't get anything. We got nice. Looking. I'm sure some of those premium stores in the city, like exactly. Long, Longos or somewhere, yes, probably has it. exactly yeah. right. Which is not ever where I'm going to shop. Price. I'm not driving two hours to go to a Longos. That's for no. sure. So. But yeah, there's there's a few things like that, and then I was talking to somebody the other night, and it's funny because then somebody at Axe Throwing had mentioned it as well that yeah that right we're we're right we want to pull out we pull out a roast and we put the potatoes around it and the carrots around it and right that whole and somebody had mentioned uh, this type of cheese that, oh that's a little uh, bit more substantial. yeah 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 and then somebody at Axe Throwing had mentioned the exact same, the same cheese and you were like hey have you heard of this cheese I'm like yeah it replaces roast beef right? interesting <laughs> something like that but yeah it's a it's and I don't know it's just a hearty kind of heavy cheese and I don't know how you'd still prep it but I mean it, it's supposed to sort of be that replacement because other than all these aftermarket meat replacements it's right. like 
that's what I want to know what these vegetarians and vegans eat as that, like, what's that big solid protein? Like, how do you have meat and potatoes if that's, or are they doing like, are they doing hordes of nuts? I mean, what are they doing? Yeah. Or tons of casseroles. I mean, that's. Oh yeah. Because you love casseroles. I know. Well, there's that one I did, like the potatoes, the sweet potato, kale, beets. and beets. Yeah. We well, let's, that one. No. Let's put it to the but listeners. where are you going to find mean, beets? Uh, <laughs> let's put it to the listeners. I mean, if you guys out there, especially you, especially you guys who voted, if any of you are vegetarian, uh, give us your thoughts on uh, how you're getting your proteins. I'd like to know what, uh, what you're doing. Or even a favorite recipe. Yeah, I'd love to hear. I think that's the hardest part. If we had more recipes and ideas, it'd be easier. But when you don't know, it's kind of like, eh. yeah, yeah, it's like learning all over, right? Yeah. Well, it's reading like Pinterest and be like top ten vegetarian meals, and you flip through and you're like, I could do that one, and then you're like, I don't even know what that is. Like this new, like, um, there's a nutritional yeast that I see added to a lot of recipes, and I'm like. I think they call it nooch. Noochie noochies. As like a short nooch is like the the vegetarian or the vegan short form or slang for it. Okay. And it's Mm. nutritional yeast. Oh, okay. But it's like, and it replaces like butter or like it's it's that thing that sort of replaces that in a vegan diet. But I I don't know. I've been told like Joanne's place in Peterborough would carry it. Yeah, okay. But it's the same thing. I wouldn't have a clue how to cook with it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, but there's definitely things out there that we haven't even scraped the well the surface of, right? We're yeah, just, for yeah. sure there is, for sure. You're just dipping your toe into the shallow end. I, I when you really look at the the meal options or the food options, I'm sure there's tons of other things that are out there and available. Yeah. And how to meal prep it. Yeah. That's, that's the big the one, thing. right? Prep. Prep mm-hmm. is obviously the big, and I think that's in any in any uh, uh, in any diet really. And I don't mean diet the thing you do to lose weight. I mean diet the thing you do to live. I think for me, it's I get peckish. I'm not really hungry. I want something, but I don't know what it is. Yep. Is it sweet? Is it not? I open and close the fridge 500 times, the pantry. Yep. Yeah. I think that's the most frustrating. That's you. Do I want chips or chocolate? Why would you limit yourself? You want chips and chocolate. But I don't know if even that's what I want. (laughs) Just start nibbling on both. Yeah. Yeah, really. I don't know. Well, guys, is there anything you want to um, leave on before we uh, wrap this up? I don't think so. Thanks to the girls for like coming along with the for the trip. Yeah, thank you for being here tonight to uh, talk about this with us, and more importantly, like Scott said, thanks for going on the on the vegetarian journey with us. As always, I want to thank all of our listeners who, uh, all three or four of you that, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, that uh, got all your friends to vote on our on our challenge to uh, watch us squirm, and and uh, as you can tell by the end of this episode, we uh, we have squirmed somewhat. Looking forward to getting back to things now that uh, at least our province of residence is starting to open up again. For how long we don't know. There may be another extended break here very soon. We don't know, but uh, as long as we can keep. Uh, getting together safely and uh, recording we will do so happy to be back happy to be uh back and behind the microphone again and uh for hanging at the barbershop uh i'm your host wes and i'm scott and uh we'll catch you later talk to you later hey thanks for hanging with us at the barbershop you can find us on all your favorite podcasting platforms please like and share us on facebook and follow us on instagram and twitter to stay up to date on all of our shenanigans 
Hanging at the Barbershop is a Sawcast production.